You know what? Let's do this episode. I hope everybody gets our jokes tonight. Uh, and I'm sure they will, uh, because we're perfect and we're wonderful. Uh, let's see. So what have we got going on at the BPN this week? Ooh, caught me mid-yawn, man. It's late. <laughs> so every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Daylight Savings Time, we're recording Age of Heroes on the Twitchster and translating it over to the YouTubester. Um, Age of Heroes is... Uh, not Pathfinder. Dungeons and Dragons 5e. We are going through the uh, Shackled City adventure campaign. Wow. It's been a long week, guys. <laughs> every other Monday, technically, I guess every Monday, I've also got something coming out. It's either Almighty Podcast or Kyo Cinema. Um, right now, we're on kind of a bit of a break, though. So uh, just because I have got work stuff going on. Same for the Mass Effect stream, which is usually on Wednesdays and Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Daylight Savings Time, Yes, but not this week. But if you haven't checked them out, you should go check out our YouTube. Uh, all of the past videos from Mass Effect and also from Age of Heroes on there, so we'll go catch up. Cool, and we will be streaming, Casey and I will be streaming in their normal time slot. So if you enjoyed hanging out with uh, Adam and Hannah and you just need something to do that night, we'll be doing something a little bit special. Come and make fun of us. We love it. <laughs> Guaranteed. Anything else happening? Anything anybody else wants to talk about this week? Great. Casey, <laughs> what happened last week? So we opened up Schrodinger's Lich and found yeah. that Poe gets to add another notch in his belt of killing <laughs> really, really, really what? strong creatures. Casey, you'll know what I... There's a lich. What was that? Mm -hmm. A druid. I was a, gonna, a stone druid. Oh! <laughs> yeah, I was about to say a druid. <laughs> stone giant, but then you do, oh God. Oh, druid. Mm. Yeah, nobody's forgot yet. <laughs> Casey will know what I'm talking about and maybe some of our listeners will but for like Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z there are these awesome uh, pictures of the characters drawn above all the people they've killed throughout the entire series <laughs> we need something like that for our show well, it's like just... in, and of course it would be Poe standing on top of like Maven's head or something like <laughs> yes. resting on his shoulders you know it's yeah. only player characters that you, that you actually draw on well I, at least a couple of these are going to have to be with like Hadassah standing out to the side looking chagrined because she did like all this damage to the devourer and mm -hmm. then like Droth was like arrow arrow and it's dead and then she did all this oh, yeah. damage to to the lich and yeah. she steps out for like five seconds and and pose like here you know yep. kaboom and it's dead welcome so. to volantre's world that's exactly yeah. what happens every time I fight. <laughs> it's like well, I think actually throughout Rocks and Rune Lords, Hannah's characters have been pretty much the ringers. Like at almost every <laughs> moment we've needed someone to come through and wreck face, that's they have. That's it's, not, it's not the character. I mean, Honestly, it's just I'm Hannah. pretty brilliant because she does hold yeah. a lot, if you've noticed. Yeah. She knows just the right time <laughs> she to, waits strike for the moment. to take the yeah. final attack. She's it's hacked into Wes's computer and has the HP gauge sitting there. We're you know, honestly, like watching and she's playing seven D chess. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, well, I'm just glad the lich is dead. Like, if we had opened <laughs> that hole and it had still been alive, like, I it was, was still alive. So tired of fighting that thing. <laughs> it, was like, it was still alive. We had to kill its phylactery. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Is after that happened, we picked up the uh, urns. We did some Legend of Zelda and Link tossed them off of a bridge into the floor. They got destroyed. We found some spell books. They're pretty nice. Found a bunch of gems. Those are real nice. And then we opened the door to the Wonka's candy factory. And <laughs> it is a giant portal that looks like it leads to another realm. It's the portal room. And it is glowing purple. Negative energy just making the airs on the back of your neck stand up and I'm gonna read this so the walls of this room are all completely covered in iron plates and each of these iron plates have a single rune drawn on them it's the one you've seen before 
it's that upside down hooked U shape for gluttony that you've seen over and over again. It's a repeated rune that you've seen. So to the left and the right of this portal are 10 foot tall, smooth crystal pylons. And they are standing in the middle of this room and there's that shimmering curtain of purpley black energy between them. Then on the opposite sides of each of these crystals towards the end of each room are these strange tendrils of black energy that kind of look like lightning, very similar in effect to the trap that Droth saw. Had you gone into this room first, you might have connected the two together. And the air in this room, when you open the door, it's like you open the door to a walk-in freezer at any restaurant, bakery sort of deal. What do you it do? smells really good. Uh, no, not in this case. No, the <laughs> freezer door, it smells like Freon. So is the, the trap armed then? Like it's ready to go off? Trap? What trap? I don't see the trap. Do you see the trap? <laughs> yeah, Hadassah just eases the door closed. She's like, okay, other way? <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I am not. No, it's, uh, it's okay. <laughs> and I got to say, when oh. you look around this room, you don't see any other entrances or exits. Poe will ask Hadassah, do you, uh, do you happen to know where that leads? Everybody give me an arcana check that can do so. Got, a, got any love for uh, Nat 20. Ooh. Never mind. Plus 24. <laughs> so you have 44 a plus 24 total. on your arcana? <laughs> I do. I got a plus 5 and I rolled a 2. <laughs> I mean, I got a 23, my, but it's kind, that's still kind one of, of my embarrassing. So Bardic abilities. Poe looks at Hadassah. Poe asks the question and up pipes Droth. Ah, yeah, it's the <laughs> portal to the negative energy plane. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's bad places. Uh -oh. Well, I mean, it's negative places. <clears throat> Do we need to leave this portal open? Ah, uh, uh, maybe there's something in the negative plane we need. Duh. No, maybe no, no. Well, what if the gluttonous stuff we need for that weapon's in there? What's in the negative plane? I, I will reiterate, if you are looking for a weapon that is going to take or take out Karzug, do you really need something from this hole? Probably not, but I am curious. Droth will pull out a piece of copper and toss it into the stream. Does it go through the portal? Does it, like, explode? It disappears. Anything happen? It disappears like it would disappear into a black hole. Maybe it kind of like gets stretched a little bit and pulled in. Uh, but once it finally disappears, you can't tell maybe it went through into another dimension. Maybe it got destroyed. Hey, Wes, I put a lot of planes points. Can I do one of those with Droth? That's what I was about to do. I was going to say, can I roll to see what I know about the negative planes? But uh, sure. I will assist Safi since I knew about the last one. Nat one, maybe. I mean, you can't fail a skill check, right? DC 10. <laughs> yeah, it's a 16 total, so I still help. I just don't know yeah. anything about it. I wow. Maybe a, it's negative. So Safi going to add a plus two? Yeah. 36. 36. What would you like to know about the negative energy plane? What will happen if we go to it? Uh, probably instant damage. Uh, you would and take negative energy damage pretty much the entire time you're there, unless you're able to resist it or cast spells or something like that. Uh, but the plane itself is not conducive to normal life. You know when those wraiths were slapping you around and you felt bad? Imagine going to their house. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I see. Yeah. If you go well, maybe there, we should die. close these doors. We should close these doors for now. Why don't we go through the hallway of grapes and bread and also the filed teeth? Wait. I don't want to go there. <laughs> no, no. What has this got to do with cheese and meat? <laughs> I don't get it. Should we leave this portal open? I mean, do you know how to close it? No. Do I know how to close it with the roll that I had earlier? <laughs> You rolled pretty good on your Arcana check. Give me... Let's go with engineering this time. I can assist with that. 
I don't have engineering actually, so I I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I can describe what I'm seeing, but I don't actually have engineering. I didn't put any points in that one. But you're a bard, right? I am, but I don't think even if I have to have points in it for me to be able to use any of my bardic abilities with it, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So engineering is not one. I think I can make one on that, but it's just going to be the die plus 10, I think. So twice as good as I could try. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I'm kind of talking out my ass, so let me just read this special just to be sure before I get lambasted on the internet. Like you did for your wall of sound? I'm yes. still convinced I'm right. It depends on how you read it. Of course it. you're convinced you're right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Jack of All Trades just reads that at 10th level, the bard can use any skill, even if the skill normally requires him to be trained. So it's a flat die check for me, which is a 16. And if Safi is helping, that is an 18. Yeah, you could easily put together that maybe if you destroyed one of the crystals, it would break the connection. But what it would take to destroy those, maybe brute force, you could use maybe some magic. But if you come in contact with that portal, it's gonna hurt. Volantre, you you could probably try to break one of these crystals, but it's gonna hurt you if you do. I'm pretty sure that negative energy will whiplash out. You know, if you really want to close it, by all means, but it's probably been here open for thousands of years. We've been in here for at least an hour or so. That's why I'm asking. If you want to try, by all means, smash one of those crystals. But beware, you're going to get hurt. And I don't even know that you'll be strong enough to do it. I look at Hadassah. I look at Poe. I look at Safi. I do not look at Droth. (laughs) (laughs) do you think we should leave the portal open or not uh i personally am a fan of closing the doors and walking away why don't we look around first and see if there's something else that might give us more information hadassah i think your cleric speaks wisdom i do we i will shut the door and go towards the last corridor that we have not gone down, which is the northeast. So you shut the door, and they shudder just a little bit when they close. Then you turn around, you walk the other direction, and you go between the grapes and bread and the grinning filed teeth character on your left, and there is a double door at the end of this hallway on a bit of an angle. Just barrel right through it. Volantre's not, not right now. Not even taking <laughs> a second. You break through this door, and you see uh, it's about 15 feet wide or so, and then it breaks off to the right. Just continue straight in. There's no okay. caution given to this room right now. At the end of the room, you see a giant statue. Give me just a second to open everything up. And there is a nice, large description here as well. You turn the corner. At the end of this hallway, you see a very large golden sarcophagus atop a white marble plinth. Carved into the lid itself is a bas-relief of a very handsome man, and he's holding a sprig of grapes and a bottle of wine crossed over his chest. The eyes on the lid are made of sapphires, and the grapes look like they're probably individual gems that you could pry out if you spend enough time. But before you can get to that sarcophagus, to your left and to your right, to your left there are three alcoves, To your right, there are two, a total of five alcoves built into the wall, and there are dozens of tiny niches in each alcove, and each little niche carries a bottle of wine. Then, standing near this white marble plinth on the ground is a very tall, 10 10 to 15 foot tall statue made of what looks could be clay, maybe gilded in gold, and it looks like a woman with the lower torso of a snake, and the head itself is a sahedron rune. 
then etched all over the body of this statue is Thessalonian writing. What do you do? Is that a golem? Hadassah immediately grabs Philantre's arm and starts pulling backwards. We should go. We should go. Let's, you know what? Let's go. Let's go take down that portal. You were right. We should have done that. <laughs> what does she look? If you look say? at her, her uh, bronze skin has gone visibly pale. You're welcome to go. What well, what has got you so scared, Hadassah? What is this thing? That is a graven image of Lasala. Who's Lasala? She's the goddess that helped found Thassalon. Well, that's cool. No, no, she's not cool. She's, she was my goddess. Have you ever heard of a cleric turning apostate or a paladin going apostate? Sure. Now tell me, have you ever heard of a god becoming the apostate of their own religion? Something tells me we're about to find out a little bit more about this. I can't say that I have. I told you that I wasn't like this before I came to the Roomforge. I was human. I I was a priestess. I was a cleric. I was the healer. And I was her Shapala, the guardian of the inner sanctum. My goddess is the one who handed me over to Elasnus. My goddess is the one who did this to me. Well, it sounds like we need to go talk to her then. We're thousands of years past talking. Then well, why don't we kill her? That's exactly what I was thinking. Why don't we get you some revenge, Hadassah? She just like freezes and looks at the statue. She says, I don't know if I can. I've already fought her once. Did you have friends like us backing you up? Did you have Caden Kalian backing you up? Did you have a Volantre? I mean, I don't think so. Did you have a guy that's been around snake women before? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, has experience. I know and, all about this. I did. And, <laughs> and they killed a dragon. She says, I did have somebody to back me up. Someone I cared about. And they gutted him and put him on Lasala's altar for me to find with the grace blade that they the grace blade that they ruined. And she holds out the scorched blade, the holy blade of Lasala. Is that what she's using as a weapon or is this like it a is. ceremonial? Yeah. It is. It's her falchion. Grace is not in the weapon, but the person who uses it doesn't it matter if it's burnt, scorned, or glowing. You have it, it in your hands. Do what you want with it. It is a tool. Just like a stick or a rock, it's a tool. That's how you use it. She looks at each of you. She says, I really don't want you to end up like my friend. Oh, I've already died once. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, technically me too. Oh. Yes. oh yeah, that's, I heard about Oh, Maven, sorry <laughs> Oh, God <laughs> Hey, Wes uh, no. Is there any magic at all in this entire hallway? I have the arcane sight all the time It's like level okay, 3 to take right. the magic The wine racks themselves Sort of glow But it's extremely faint And extremely weak looking magic Like what kind of magic, if it makes any difference? It's the type of magic that lines up with the Hall of Gluttony. So that is, I believe, necromantic. Necromancy? Okay. Is this statue moving, or is it just sitting there? Like, has... Is, is it... Is it just a statue? From where you were standing and where you have been, and because you, you're all kind of gathered at the end of the hallway, it has not moved at all. It doesn't look like it's taken a breath or flinched or anything. It hasn't acknowledged your presence at all. Hadassah says, I learned last time that it would take a god to fight a god. Your Caden Kalian would be like a little brother to me on the timeline. But if if you'll lend the strength of Caden Kalian, I'll move forward. Then let's go. 
She takes a shuddering breath and um, gives Volantre a nod. She'll follow where you guys lead. Volantre casts a spell, and he grows in size. Oh. Becomes 10 foot by 10 foot. Nice. And his heart grew two sizes that day. <laughs> I'm casting a spell this time, too. I'm going to be ready. See invisibility. <laughs> All right. You I'm don't seem to see anything else. Has it been more than 13 minutes since we've left that room? Yeah. I think by the time you have walked to the center and you discuss the stuff at the pylon and you discuss the stuff here, I mean, I'm seeing 24 minutes and this, where we're at right now, and yeah, it's been at least that long. Yeah, I think I'm going to yeah. follow suit and add a C invisibility to uh, my roster as well. Okay. Nothing else pops up once you cast C invisibility. Except we can now see each other. You can, <laughs> yes. Yes. Are any of us actually invisible right now? Because Droth and Poe aren't. Safi is. Is Safi's invisible? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You turned invisible when you opened the room, the negative energy portal. Droth will cast Blur on himself and Poe if there's enough time for that before anything else happens. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> no, no so problem. So 20% mischance, uh, Hannah. Do what? 20% mischance, and this is for 14 uh, minutes. It's a long time. Then he's going to shout out, stupid statues that are actually alive say, what? <laughs> and, like, just look. <laughs> like, I want he's real concerned right about now so bad. What? <laughs> <laughs> Am I getting anything from that Golem Bane Scarab, by the way? Oh, no. No, if you uh, use that standard action and it goes off, no. You see, you sense nothing. Is that at will maybe or is a, that, like, a... Uh, it's a standard action. Stan at well, will, though, I, yes. I guess I meant like how many times a day. Sorry. Bad language. There. It is at will. Yeah, it's infinite, okay. but you do have to use the action is all. It's not like it just magically gives it to you. You have to actively use it. Okay. She, she will use it. But. Trout's still on his horse in case anyone's worried about it. Because <laughs> I've got I that thing really for 14 hours. I was really worried about hours. that, actually. I was, yeah. I was kind of afraid the horse was going. I figured. No, he's still there. We're still floating. Excellent. Okay. So, <laughs> Volantre's big. Uh, Droth and Poe were blurry. Safi's invisible. And Hadassah's used her little golem bane scarab, but nothing has gone off at this point. What do you do? I walk forward. Move your piece five feet at a time. I'm going to see where you're at. I'm literally just five feet forward. Five yep. feet forward. Yep. Can five I feet cast forward. another spell? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Um, before he gets like his second step, I'm going to cast a spell called Blessing of Fervor. Um, if we go into combat, I'll let you know what it does. If not, I'm not going to worry okay. about it because it's but got a lot of effects. But he has Blessing of Fervor? Yes, for 15 rounds. Oh, wow. Okay, we all so do. Heroes, it's, it's, it hits everybody. Oh, nice. Heroes Beast is still active too, right, Matt? Yep. Because that's 12 yes, hours. That's 12 hours. Uh -huh. Five feet forward. You are now standing directly in front of what you can now tell is a statue. Maybe at one point this was a golem, but the magic has long since died off and you are left with nothing but a giant clay statue dedicated to Lasala. I don't trust it. Get an axe. Adasa is going to move forward and put her falchion straight <laughs> through it. And in one clean swipe, the statue is cut in half and it just slides hits the ground and shatters does the hound of resurrection inside of it it's fine yeah it, oh. it pops out and everything comes okay. to life and you're all dead <laughs> <laughs> rocks fall oh no whenever uh, it also cuts the head off are there any gems that shatter along with it or like gems left on the floor <laughs> not in the statue the statue itself is simply clay and hollow oh, okay. clay at okay. that the gems and everything that I described are on the sarcophagus directly behind this golem. I thought there were statues on Not the, a golem. the thing, too. Okay. Those wine racks are magical, too. The wine racks, he points at all the wine racks. These are magical. I don't know what's going on. It's uh, necromantic. Just FYI. Hadassah, do you want to take a look at this sarcophagus? 
see if your revenge was taken by someone else. I'm not really looking for revenge, but while we're here, we should look and see what all's left behind in this mausoleum. Uh, Volantre continues walking forward, and then he grabs the lid of that golden sarcophagus. I notice now that Hadassah has grown close to this sarcophagus. The face on that is in this bas relief is one that you would recognize. It was a great reliever. Uh, reliever? It was a great leader of the Anibs of this territory. And he was the last great king that they had. And he was buried here with the wine, which is a great point of pride for this territory. They were well known for not only their baking, but also the wonderful wine that they made. Right. Um, she'll dole out that particular history lesson. Um, you know, this was their last great leader. Enter name here. This Out is of a... curiosity, oh, <laughs> does Sophie know that it's necromantic wine on the racks or just knows that there's magic? Knows that there's a faint aura of necromantic magic that's kind of like what's permeating the whole rest of this area. Uh, it's not the wine itself, it's the rack. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, it's, right? it's, the the wine. it's the wine. It is the it's wine. The wine. Yeah. And Sophie would not drink wine. necromantic wine, right? Well, I mean, that's a stretch. <laughs> I mean, you got necromancy on one side, but alcohol Listen, on the other. I get Ooh. bonuses to my abilities for drinking, so yeah, it's. I mean, it's not quite a drunken master, but I prefer a good his, red. It's but... a little buzz. <laughs> yeah, for oh, sorry. there it is! I found it. It's in my notes. Uh, Lord Mancray. Lord Mancray. Yes. Um, this is. This would be a traditional burial for that house surrounded by their best wine. Do you know what kind of wine they made, Hadassah? You hear Droth calling from across the room. Yeah, notice where we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, does she know what kind of wine this is? Reds, whites, everything in between and beyond both. I mean, every kind of wine, but as far as the magic goes, I don't know what that's what the purpose is to that. Yeah, Droth will walk up to one as well. I see Safi moved on the map. Uh, pick up a bottle of wine. Droth will it, do the same on the other side. When you pick it up. <laughs> uh, so everywhere in this territory has been clean, right? Just utterly spotless. The magics of this of this area keeps everything nice and sparkling. There is a thick layer of dust on all the wine, as you would picture in an ancient wine cellar. It is a sign of something great when your wine is covered in dust like this. It's almost an inch thick, and it just rolls off onto the floor. And once it hits the floor, it disappears. But as long as it's on the bottle itself, it stays. Um, Volantra, you are actually lifting that uh, sarcophagus top. Is that right? Either lifting or sliding it. Yeah, once you finally put your hands on it, you can tell that it's probably a stone sarcophagus that's only been covered in gold. If you wanted to take the time, you could probably scrape it off. Uh, the eyes of the face are star sapphire, and then each of the grapes are made of amethyst. Not trying to desecrate the grave, so I'm not trying to pick off any of the gold, but I am opening it to see what's inside. Once you slide it far enough and you can actually see inside the sarcophagus, it's empty. Traditional burial? Where's the corpse? She watches it from. She looks at it for a moment and it's just like, is it possible? Is what? Could, could it have been Azavan? We'll never know now. For our listeners, Wes is shaking his head yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Hero point. That was a great deduction. I love that. Good job, Alicia. Thank you. So, Safi, you've picked up one of the bottles of wine. It is a sparkling Malbec from the year, and it's uh, 10,000 years old or more. Blow the dust off. <laughs> Pop the top. Delicious. Amazing. Waft. As soon as it touches. Yeah. Waft. <laughs> just just <Let> air. brilliant. <laughs> you, you know. You know you want to let it 
allow the tannins to air out for at least 30 minutes, but you can't resist this wine. So I have to ask, Safi has the ability to basically make any alcoholic beverage he has ever tasted. And this probably is one of the most delicious wines he has ever tasted by your description. So does that mean Safi now has one of the most amazing wine recipes that he can just generate at will? 10,000-year-old <gasps> Thessalonian yes. blood wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or red wine. Pretty much. Blood, but I will yeah. take a big old swig out of my bottle. Yeah. Mm. Hadassah <laughs> is going to go over and explore a couple of the bottles herself. When she finds one in particular, she's going to bring it to Safi, and she's like, is it true? Can you like recreate any wine that you've had? And she and she like presses the bottle onto him. Well, now we know how to get to her good side. <laughs> He'll <laughs> pop the bottle, take a drink, and then make a mug of it. So, what is what is Hadassah's favorite? What is her favorite wine? Um, we'll call it um, we'll call it a Marston Black. Uh, in ancient Greece, they would have called red wines black wines. Okay. So. I like that. It's fun. Yeah. Everybody write that down. It'll be on a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, whoever is the rain man of the group, you have counted 68 bottles in the racks on this wall. There are now oh, wow. 66 bottles left. There are also uh, five other sarcophaguses here, right? Sarcophagi? No, it's just the one sarcophagus. The alcoves are the wine racks. Okay, they're not graves. Correct. They're hey, they're graves for uh, grapes. Valadre, <laughs> <laughs> how much room you got in that bag? Hmm. Plenty. But remember, Droth has a bigger bag. He's got oh. a good point. <laughs> you want some, they put all... some mines in there? Wouldn't they all break if we were to put a whole bunch of wines in there? I mean, they'd no, be rumbling magic. and tumbling. It's, and No, no, it's magic. It's all it. right. Load them up, and he'll, like, pull that. I think it's a bag of medium holding that I've got. You hold mediums in it? Yeah. <laughs> bag of holding. I guess it's all of them. So bag I, of holding two. Five racks, so that's red. <laughs> there's white. There's pink. <laughs> Uh, what are the other two we want? Uh, let's make one champagne, so they do bubbly wine. Oh. And one sweet. Gross. I wanted to skip Yuck. sweets. No, don't sweet skip wine. sweets. It's not all, all right, that des- All right, dessert wines. Well, yeah, it is. Uh, so red, white, pink, champagne, and sweet dessert wines. Uh, you can pick out a, an assortment, however much of each that you really want. <laughs> Poe made himself Sophie a little flight horrible. of wines, and he's taking it to Droth's bag. He's like, "Oh, we gotta take these. These are fantastic." Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. In. we have to have all of these. So, what you notice, Safi, with especially since you have your sight, uh, is every time the cork is popped, the necromantic aura dies away, and it just becomes a bottle of wine. So it's like a soul escaping. Oh. no it's not it's just whatever magic was holding it there uh once it's drunk it's gone all right we'll look into that later after i finish this first bottle i thought we had just (laughs) done something like really ethically sketchy (laughs) yeah that's what i'm saying like i'm explaining casey's train of thought Last episode, we described that there's something we have to find that's part of the necromantic aura for the enhanced weapon that we're trying to create. All these bottles have a necromantic, necromantic aura, aura, but we're opening them all and drinking them all, so we're getting rid of <laughs> all the things one. that could potentially put that aura on there. Or two. Well, we didn't open all of them. No, we didn't, but there's a, there's a crap ton in Droth's bag. Because there's like 60-some-odd of them. But still, we're getting rid of who knows how many. You know, it's the Marston Black. I'm sure that was it. That was the thing. That was what did <laughs> That's it. That's the only one. Yep. <laughs> it's like... Does that, uh, whatever the statue have it, does it exude necromantic magic? 
It's completely inert. Okay. I think we're done here. Let's go back to the pool and see if anything elicits an ara- a reaction. We'd pour one out for the homies. Go, <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> and Benjen and Finlin and Yenli. Pose a sad drunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys everybody. head back to the center room. Is that right? Is that what I'm understanding? Uh, the yeah. cross. Mm-hmm. If nobody Do will you... let me go destroy the portal, yeah. You are more than welcome to destroy the portal. <laughs> no. I don't think it's a good idea with no one else helping. Do we believe we've actually f- found what we need to make this weapon? I mean, Hadassah, you mentioned throwing things in the pool to see if anything reacts, but no, where do no, we start? You just have to get it near the pool. You don't have to throw it in until you actually make the weapon. Oh, that makes me a lot more comfortable. I didn't want to lose our spoils of war. I mean, come on. We sacrificed a lot down here. She looks at the bag of wine and she's like, no, we don't have to throw it all in. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You all. Yeah, we're not very far from the pool, right? No. No, I mean, you could easily make it back. Hypothesis. All right. So you go back to the pool room. Uh, the hero's feast has disappeared, unfortunately. Uh, but I'm just, I'm just gonna move it off because I have a feeling this is gonna make a reappearance at some point. All right. Uh, what do you do? Well, Droth has got the bag of holding with a handful of things in it: uh, spell books, gems, things like that, uh, wine. So he'll go start walking around the pool and like pulling things out and holding them. He'll start with a bottle of wine. Does the pool react? Anything? It does. It starts to bubble and froth and it looks <laughs> like it wants to reach out and grab the wine. Just the one bottle or does it look like it wants more than that? Like are there multiple tendrils or is there just one? There's just one reaching out. If you're only holding one bottle. I'm only holding one I'm... for now. Hadassah is going to activate her golem bane scarab and just examine the statues out here. No, you're good. They're all inert. Just checking. He's going to toss the bottle of wine into the other hand, which should be really easy for him, right? Uh, Pull out a gem (laughs) with the other hand just to see if it reacts to the gem the same way or if it follows the bottle of wine. It follows the bottle of wine. Cool. So then he's going to take out like five more bottles and he'll start juggling them. Does it follow all of them or is it just the first one? (laughs) Uh, I mean, it doesn't do any more when more is presented. Gotcha. Guys, I think it's the wine. Like 99% <laughs> certain it's the wine. Sorry, Hadassah. I'm not saying it's all the wine. I think it's just a <laughs> bottle of wine. But I mean, it's definitely the wine. Do She's you like, have an empty bottle? Uh, here, Hadassah, <laughs> chug this. He'll toss one of the bottles and continue <laughs> juggling the rest. Passes it like I, a juggler passes a, a pen. I have this bottle that I've been drinking on. Finish it. Okay. Is I the do. pool reacting to it? Yeah, once once you finish chugging, he'll take that bottle and hold it near the pool in one hand and have a full bottle in the other. I'm guessing it goes after the full bottle. You Just are so correct. You know, the magic leaves when the bottle is open. Ah, see, that's useful information. He'll toss a bottle into the pool. An empty bottle, littering. No, Fine, not an gold. empty bottle. The other bottle. Oh, well, the but, full bottle? And attack you in the and, face. Yeah, before we start to toss it, like before he goes to toss it in, he kind of looks back at everyone like, you guys want to go ahead and make this weapon or do you want to wait until we to have... have... You have to have two. Um, one, each, right, each hallway, each um, school of magic has two opposing schools. You have to have right. both the opposing schools and the weapon and put them all in together. So we should wait. Yeah, and we're the gluttony hall. We just went there to collect the material. That's It's not the one we need, but we're (laughs) going to use all of them at one point. Well... And we don't want to waste any more bottles of the wine than we have to, right? So just just save it for now. We'll we'll save it for now. Okay. Well, then... What hallway's next? Where do you guys want to start? We've got plenty to choose from. If Karzug is the one that you believe is coming back, we should probably start with the components we need 
for you to deal with him and then move on to the others. Also, we've got, I don't know how many dominant weapons you can make in this. I don't know if there is, you know, a limit or if the magic in there is finite, like the, um, the necromancer's trap over the phylacteries. You make a good point. Well, which hallway should we start down then? I picture that Poe is already like halfway down one of the hallways. (laughs) (laughs) He is. Come on, guys, let's go this way. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. All the way to the south. (laughs) Southeast. Oh, so you're going uh, past the one that is the statue of a naked lady? Oh, that's the one he wants. Lust? That's (laughs) the the one you're going. Yeah, that's Sorshin. Yeah. Yeah. Flap, 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 flap. Oh, hey, Bab. Looking good. (laughs) Poe. Poe. Yeah. Why? This seems like a great hallway. Are you sure you want to go now? As opposed to when? Well, I I could use a bit of a rest. I'm I'm feeling a little tired. Oh, really? I'm feeling great. Just saying, if you guys... We seem to have all the time we need. And... Adasa said, this room seems to be pretty safe now. Yeah, but this hallway looks pretty interesting. It looks the same today as it did yesterday. Bye, Dad. I'll stay here. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to be grounded? (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'll come back. And the table's back. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to go to sleep, but you wait your 24 hours or however many hours it takes at this point for you to get around to the next day and you can rest and do your own thing as spells. There is no passage of time that you notice here. It is really throwing off your rhythm, but... You wait the requisite amount of time. You do your studying for in the morning. Safi, I'm sure, casts the hero's feast for you to partake of in the morning. And then what do you do? Before we rest, is there anybody that needs healing? I'll heal. I'll top everybody off. I mean, I, I have so much magic left to heal. I'll get healing <laughs> back whenever I rest. But if if you notice Droth is a little bruised up still, I got about 10, 15 hit points you can heal me for. <laughs> Okay, have another drink. You could literally roll a one and I'd be full hit points. So yeah, it was more like forty, so you're good. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't need HP, but I did cast Restore Eidolon, so it's basically just like restoration, but it's for my Eidolon. Safi, uh, before before we go to sleep, is there anything you can do to help me out with these these negative levels? I'm uh feeling a little weak still. I, I know this is bigger magic, but I'm happy to pay for it. I could do it in the morning. If it wouldn't, uh, you know, mess you up too bad, I oh, would no, definitely I, I appreciate do, it. I'll do this for you. Yes, of course. Oh, man. Um, you want to talk about a pal. What a guy. Do the negative levels wear off, or do we have to... If they're not permanent, they do. But I have permanent negative levels. Yeah, okay. ours went away after the resting period. Okay. All right. Just double check. Negative. Hold on. No. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Where did your negative levels come from? The Devourer, I think. Okay. Ian. Ian. Yeah. Which you did say they were temporary at the point at that time. So they're temporary right up until they're permanent. <laughs> what? Yeah. That, so they're Some considered temporary until you uh, have to make a new save. But then you make a new save and get a chance to get rid of it. If you fail that save, then they're permanent. For me, I cast Restoration on myself, though. Then that would get rid of them as long as you spend the requisite amount of diamond dust. Yes, I have deducted the amount from my inventory. And we just found a bunch of gems, so I'm sure I can crush one down to dust, right? Vondry <laughs> just shoves it up his butthole and clenches real hard. Whoa! Oh, God! <laughs> wow! There, there was a line here. <laughs> wait a minute, wait, wait. I gotta know though, is it the dragon's butthole or is it, you know? Well, that's like, like a joke, right? I mean, like, you've, you've gone a little far here and you've opened well, up other questions. Both of those conditions apply only to my Eidolon, so when it gets removed, uh, it goes away, so it has to be the dragon butthole. He's <laughs> awakening something in me. 
<laughs> What's the quote? Uh, I would say I that... I better not like this. That's better not awaken something in me. I would yeah, say that is. we've diverted and gone down a rabbit hole, but that is obviously uh, not where we have gone. It's Jim Rash's character from Community whenever he <laughs> sees the Dalmatian. <laughs> well, we are standing at the lust hole, so... The lust hole. <laughs> <laughs> really? The hallway. Oh, my goodness. So, were any of the negative levels permanent? At Mine point? was. <laughs> oh, was. theirs, I don't... Mine are. I have two permanent negative levels. Two permanent negative levels. Because I can cast Greater Restoration tomorrow that will just absolutely dispel all permanent and temporary negative levels. I thought it was just one all. level a day. That's I thought restoration. Greater... Greater Restoration it... does okay. it all of them. But Is that on just 5, one person? Gold. Yeah, it's oh, a single wow. person oh. touched. My permanent. If, if they're temporary, it takes a much less, uh, much lower level spell. I got rid of mine, so I am okay. okay. Does that spell require? Because I'm not super familiar with the uh, this in particular. Does it require actually five thousand pieces of gold, or does it require five thousand things worth? Like or, it requires or, or, diamond hmm. dust worth five thousand gold. Gotcha. If you are dispelling greater if you're dispelling uh, negative levels if you're not it's cheaper than that or gotcha so that's, okay. that's restoration so uh, we may not even really just as one we may not even really have the materials down here to even be able to get five thousand dollar or gold worth of diamond dust actually it'd be cheaper I... to cast restoration twice because you only have right. two levels um it's a thousand per casting whereas greater just wipes it all out but it costs five thousand yeah, I think we had talked about that before. I'm totally fine with that. Whatever works. Droth has just been feeling very uh, down for a while now. Also, last sentence. This spell cannot be cast, cannot be used to dispel more than one permanent negative level possessed by a target in a one-week period. Yeah, that was... I remember we talked about this before. There was some reason why we couldn't do it all at once. Uh, yeah. But hey... That would be the advantage of greater, but... I'm good with just having one away because right now I am severely, uh, at least in the health, the hit point area, I am hurting uh, just because of of that. By having negative hmm. six to your constitution, that probably doesn't help. Does Hadassah need to roll another save or anything? Because I do not have a restoration spell. Yeah, we've got a lot going on, so yep. let's deal with Droth first. Sounds good. All right, because I'm, I'm a walking restoration bank. Let me. This will be the next morning, so I'm casting all this after the the a long re, uh, uh, eight hour rest. Um, so I'm just I'm adjusting my spells real quick. Cool. If it is relevant while he is adjusting that, I did mine before the rest. Okay. The so you already had it prepared. It's ten minute cast. Gotcha. So before you went to sleep, you removed your temporary negative level and my six points of constitution damage. Yep, with restoration, that would get rid of that as yep. well. Man, that's too bad. I was really enjoying you hurting that batch. Oh, I was not. <laughs> I was. HP it was, great. was almost cut in half. So, Volantre is good. Droth, we're dealing with you in the morning. And Safi is able to cast at least one restoration spell on four. Droth and deal with it. I have I memorized four restoration spells for today, so... If anybody needs it, I got it. It's just a matter of do we have the material components at our disposal? We have plenty of cash, we have plenty of gems, we have plenty of, you know, just money, but how much of that is actually diamond dust? I think I asked you guys before you started traveling down here what exactly you were buying. I remember it was at least one spell cast worth, but I don't know if you had more than that. Okay. If that's the case, I, uh, because of my domain, I, one of my domain spells is teleportation without error. And another one is just straight up teleportation. Okay. So I can just pop out with regular teleport and pop back in with greater. And with So my question with teleport, it does not transcend planes, correct? Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, not regular teleport. I don't think. I don't think so. I don't think Greater does either. Yeah, I think you actually need a plane shift. So, 
just as like a practice thing. Maybe you tried it the night before. You were discussing that you needed uh, the spell component, so you were going to pop out and pop back in. Uh, it wouldn't work. Okay. Well, uh, might have to wait a little bit before we do this. That's okay. I've been I living this long. I could do it once. I could do it once. I remember before you guys came down, and this is like two months ago, but I remember you guys bringing 5,000 gold piece worth of diamond dust. I remember you getting that much. And if you're just casting regular restoration, it's just 1,000 gold. I wish I had that written down somewhere. I probably do, but on paper, which I've thrown out many moments. Okay, we'll go with 5,000. Yeah, and I'll keep I think track that's of fair. It from there. All right, so I can cast, well, I can only cast it once now. It won't do any good twice in one, you know, so. Right, right. Yes, boom, you are restored. So that's one permanent level, and then it should be any ability score damage or any ability score drain, correct? For restoration, let me double check. That sounds correct, because that's what I just cast. From a single ability score. So if it's multiple abilities, no, but like in Casey's... In Volantre's case, it was all constitution, so yeah. I have two constitution damage, and I have two wisdom drain. So I guess I pick one. I would yep. take the drain. Damage comes back, I'll take easier or faster or something like that. Correct. You heal yep. one damage every 24 hours, right? I feel like that constitution damage was from something permanent, though. I feel like I've got permanent constitution damage for some reason. I don't know why. If it if it says damage on your sheet, it's just damage, and it'll come back once once per day. Cool. I'm getting rid of the drain, and then that means I also lose one point of damage, I guess, overnight. Bingo. Although I probably have lost that. I don't know. I cannot remember what it's from. Don't worry about Th it. It does not matter. Hand it. And then you no longer have one of your negative levels. Correct. I have one negative level. That is all, which is honestly super helpful. So when you wake up in the morning, you've got a few hours before 24 hours is up. Hadassah also has a negative level, but she it's temporary. She could make her save. What save do you need me to roll? Fortitude. 33. <laughs> yeah, you feel great. Fail. <laughs> you wake up refreshed. Cool. It's not a fear effect. Um, no. For at least some of the time that we were resting since there was, since there's no sleeping in the Runeforge, um, while everybody is kind of doing their own thing, Hadassah will go over to Safi and ask him to tell her about his Caden Kalian. Oh. She's not a priestess anymore, but she remembers what it was like to have faith in something. Well, Caden Kalian has faith in you. It's just like you have faith in him. He is the god of mischievous luck and joy, but it's also the, the god of freedom and uh, fights tyranny and uh, slavery and all kinds. Freedom and joy and moving around, getting around, seeing the world, experiencing life. This is Caden Kalian. Oh I my gosh. It's just like me. I escaped my tyrannical father and I went to see the world selling my bugs. And here I am. <laughs> you are Caden Kalian's incarnate. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm so <laughs> joyful and free. Well, if you want to praise Kate and Kaylin, what you do is you meet me in the morning, and uh, we have a beer and we dance. That's how you praise Kate and Kaylin in the mornings. That's it. Yes. <laughs> you have a beer and you dance. Every morning. I will absolutely do that with you. Oh, this is wonderful. Sounds like a Hadassah. blast. Would you like da, to join da, us? Da, 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 da. Say she yes. Can't. <laughs> She says it sounds a bit less structured than what I was used to, but it sounds very similar to what I once believed. Yes, I, I will join you in the morning. Oh, this is wonderful. Hey, Droth, you want to join us in the morning to dance and drink? Uh, to worship Caden? Yeah. I no, I mean, no, no, you, you just enjoy the festivity, enjoy the enjoy the people around you, the people that love you and want good things for you, but yeah, you don't have to like Caden Killian like he loves you. Ah, hey, I mean, Caden's great and all, but uh, nothing compared to Aristil. you know what I mean? It's just a little different. Hey, I, 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 I'll tell you what, though, all the gods are great. I'll help out, I'll dance, well, I'll drink. Hadassah's like, no, no, all the gods are not great. 
all the gods I know about are. I don't I don't bother with the ones I don't care for. But uh, you know, Caden seems pretty cool. I'll dance with you guys. I would not dare pull you from my lastro. You are more than welcome either way. I'll tell you what, I'll have a beer and I'll shoot some arrows into the ceiling for Aristotle. How's that sound? Diet deal. I can give Caden my worship too. I'm not a I'm not a one man kind of guy, no, one god kind of guy. Belantre. <laughs> Come on. Yes. You know you want to dance and drink with us. I respect you, your opinion, and your gods. Okay. I'll have a drink with you, yes. But not in the name of Caden. Not in the name of Aristotle. (laughs) But in the name of Safi. Ooh. I can get get behind that. That's pretty lovely. Safi's definitely yeah. saved my ass more than Caden has, although I know it comes from Caden, but it, you're the I one doing it, so. Well, I give the I give the grace, I give the recognition, and I give the the uh, the honor to Caden Killian, but I wonder if I were a god, what, what would I be a god of? Interesting. But you are not a god. No, 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 no. And that is what is important. Are you going to dance? No. <laughs> Don't worry. I got enough dance for the both of us. I get a couple of drinks in you. You maybe dance. <laughs> does your does your dragon dance, Volantre? No. Who I'm here has shy. played World of Warcraft? Raise your hands. World of Warcraft. Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> I, think, I think we all have. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the when the druid is in the cat form, do you know the dance that the cat does? Kind of gets yeah. on their hind paws and they kind of dance around with their front paws up a little mm. bit. No. <laughs> That's how Volantre dances. Which is why he doesn't dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He can't help himself but to dance that way. Yeah, but we don't get drunk down here. Aww. If you pretend hard enough, Volantre, anything's possible. Well, so, I believe it may be time for us to head down this, uh, you know, hallway of lust. Poe, do you want to lead the way? Sure. I'd be happy to. Remember, everybody gets temporary hit points from Heroes Feast. Um, what's the roll for today? Uh, we each roll our own. Sure. I, don't see, I mean, what's the yeah. die? I'm looking. Hang on one second. I think it's like 2d10. Uh, let me double check. Heroes Feast is uh, 1d8 plus uh, 7. Yep. Woohoo, I had the exact same amount I had last time. How convenient. As Poe leads you down the hallway of lust, it subtly begins to change from hard stone, flagstone, and it begins to transform into this nice, softish looking, but very hard ceramic tile that is alternating white and red, white and red. And you walk down this checkered hallway and you can see in front of you that it is about to open up into this very, very large area. And you can feel the openness from where you were standing. You, it's like the sound changes from this very condensed, smallish area, and you can hear the echoes coming from in front of you. I just need you to give me a bit of a marching order and kind of show me how you enter and what do you do from this point. I placed myself in the back of the party. <laughs> Droth is right in front of him. Poe will scoot up front like next to Hadassah here. Um, so I am not getting anything on my screen here. So. It's, it's all the way to the right and center. Yeah, oh. I had to look for it too. Oh, there it is. Hello. Mm. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'll stay right there. That looks good. Volantre so have following Poe, but not in front of Poe. So we have Poe and Hadassah arm in arm skipping down the hallway. At least in yeah. my head, that's what's happening. <laughs> Accurate. Uh, Volantre directly behind, then Droth and Safi behind you by about 10 and 15 feet, respectfully. All right, Poe, you're in front. Show me, tell me, what do you do? Poe will continue flapping forward 
until he gets here to the edge. What does he see? It opens up <gasps> into a very, very large room. We're talking hundreds of feet in all directions. Uh, let's see, let me close that off. So to your right and to your left in a ring around this very large rectangular room, you see little wiry bird-like cages up on top of a small stone. And then there are columns just inside that ring as well that are holding up the ceiling. And the ceiling itself is something like 80 feet high. In the center of the room, almost directly in front of you, are these curtains. It looks like sheets. Um, I was just playing a game called Greedfall, but you also see it in like the basement of whorehouses, the way they kind of have the sheets strung up so they can kind of create this separate area inside of a larger room. So inside the sheeted area, it would very be very lush and would feel very uh, small and intimate area but you can't actually see inside of this sheeted area. It just uh, looks like somebody hung it up on top of some clothes wire uh, and they sort of just slowly waft in the air and you can smell cinnamon and pleasant flavors. If, uh, if Vanak was here, it would be very recognizable for him. But above you, flying up near the ceiling are two winged creatures and they are both screeching out, laughing, mocking you. Yeah, they sort of walk in the air and they imitate Poe in a very unkind manner. And they are just heckling everybody they can see. They probably talk about, ha, 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 this is a little froggy man. I bet he has a little tiny and look at the little woman with the frail form. And she, I bet, can't even hold a man in her own arms. And look, look at the fat one. He kind of rumbles and skips and rolls around. I bet he would crush you. <laughs> oh, that's me. Oh. And what is that little, the funny looking one, the tall one? He looks like he would... I don't know. He'd probably roll away, probably skip and tumble, and I bet he doesn't even like sex. I bet he is asexual. He probably doesn't even enjoy it. And ugh, what is with the animal? <gasps> Could you say something else about me? That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> she laughs, flies around, and then pokes the other one and goes, Zava! I bet that one would just make you flat. Delvishing would love him. Can we do some sort of check to identify these creatures? Yes, give me a knowledge something. Got it. Four plus something. <laughs> yeah, two plus something. <laughs> Yikes. So just making sure the ceiling is 80 feet tall. Ish. And they're about at the ceiling? Oh, yeah, they're flying up and far away. And if you advance, they sort of retreat back. They might fly over the top of you, but it would be very, very brief. They do carry some weapons with them. Uh, spears, I believe. This is a rather enormous room. It is huge. Yeah. The blackened area, is that behind the curtain? Yes, uh, right in the center of the room. Yep. I'll try and get it a little easier so you can actually see the curtains themselves. But yeah, there's these little bird cages around the outside edges. There are columns around the outside edges. There are these two winged creatures that could be succubus or some sort in that realm is what you would imagine is going on here. Um, and then as you just kind of stand there and look at them and if Safi actually kind of responds positively when to one of them, they might go, maybe I'll take you into the back room. <laughs> Please come around back and we will see what we can do. Oh, I, no, I, I'm, I'm married. No, no, no. Oh, we don't care about that. What does it have to do with us? Oh, Invite her along for all we care. Or him. We don't care. Oh, I think this hallway was made for you. 
I, I, I don't know what they're talking about. It's perfectly proportional to the rest of my body. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the problem. <laughs> you couldn't make anybody happy. Well, po. neither could you with a face like that. <laughs> Volantre yes. sets his hand down on Poe's shoulder and says, Do you want me to do something about this? Yes, please. <laughs> I charge at the one directly in front of us. I have a normal movement speed of 80, but with charge, I can go 160 total feet. And I'm going to grapple. Yeah, we're going to make that happen, but it'll happen next week. Oh, you, oh, you <laughs> son of a... <laughs> Well, remember, Poe, I can only cast Remove Disease so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have too much fun. Rocks and Rune Lords is a production of Back Patio Network. Rise of the Rune Lords and Pathfinder are property of Paizo. This episode of Rocks and Rune Lords is brought to you by Roll20. Be sure to check them out on Roll20.net. You can follow us on Twitter at BackPatioNet, and this is probably the fastest way to reach us. Check out our website at BackPatioNetwork.com where you can find all of our other podcasts, lots of awesome posts, and a couple of short stories, fan artwork, and plenty of other awesome things. If you like this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. In fact, there is a link in the episode description. So go there, click it. It's easy. We would love it. It helps us out a whole bunch, and it would be great to spread the word. If you want to get to know us a little bit better or meet some awesome folks, join up on our Discord. We have a lot of really great folks in there that just love to talk gaming and just hobbies in general. We, we have a lot of fun. So come on in, hang out, and meet some great people. This is Adam, and you can follow me on Twitter at TheRealSimzo.